This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access media organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz. Hi, it's Vanessa from the Fighting Stigma Show on Free FM. Are you a Waikato local? Do you have an idea for a radio show? Do you want to try your hand at being a content creator on Free FM? If so, check out our website on freefm.org.nz or find Free FM on Facebook and get in touch. And a very good afternoon. Good morning to you, indeed, on Free FM 89.0. And my guest has just uh, called into the studio, and it's Dave McPherson. Good morning, Brian. Hey, no. I was just I was worried when you said afternoon. I was the second person in a row that thought it was afternoon already. Looking forward to going home on Friday. Oh, it's just the end of the week. I go like that sometimes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but there we are. Lovely to have you in here and uh, to get the program underway. We've been out of it for a week or two. Um, have there been any major effects on the councils due to the lockdowns? Uh, only in the sense of not people work a lot more people working from home, obviously. Right. Yes. And uh, some things taking a little bit longer, but the rubbish collections continued. Mm-hmm. Um, our community facilities have now reopened right. in most cases, though not yep. for large crowds. On uh, the, the sports competition, I organised one of the things that still still can't happen because <laughs> we've got a uh, fifty person limit for indoors, yes, and hundred for outdoors. So it's certainly affected some of the events that were going to be held at our facilities okay. still, yeah. So it's one of those things that uh, happens over a period of time. I've got a few things to bring up with you. Um, councillors, show us your money and uh, I notice that uh, in the, you're uh, talking about this money for the housing. Yes, that's right. In fact, uh, the, you're the, the article wasn't all that accurate because it talked about housing money. It's actually for the infrastructure ah. that has to be in place before you start building the housing. Yep. So the roads, the water pipes, the wastewater pipes, that oh, sort right. of stuff, or the stormwater systems, all of that that has to be done. It's actually called the Infrastructure Acceleration Fund. Right. Yep. So I thought it was a bit of loose reporting, shall we say, by the Waikato <laughs> Times. Well, I noticed your name was in here, so I thought I'd raise it with you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. But um, the, the, the point about that is that um, the government's been touting or the government departments have been touting this infrastructure acceleration fund yep. they want more housing the councils and developers have told them what's in the way of it is that it's, it's huge infrastructure costs if you want to open up a new greenfields area you've got to build roads you've got to build water pipes you've got to build wastewater system yep. you've got to have the capacity even if you've got the capacity let's say in your Pukiri treatment plant are the pipes big enough to get it all from the new suburb yep. to there yep. and in some cases they're not so yep. there's a lot of right around the country but Hamilton, Auckland, Tauranga, Queenstown are all fast growth areas mm-hmm. and they're the ones that are suffering from that the most yep. so the government said okay we'll put up this money for that so we said okay we're going to take you at your word we're going to apply for this money but uh, don't come back and give us next to nothing like you did last year because we'll be really very angry. We were annoyed last year. Yes. Uh, the annoyance will be a lot higher, as you can see from the headline, that article. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, was it Ewan Wilson said, show us your money? And uh, No, uh, Ryan. Ryan from yeah. Hamilton said, yeah. yeah. And we're all thinking the same thing. Yep. Show us your money, and uh, yeah. then we can get on with it. Don't lead us up the garden. Because if you want new, more housing, you support that sort of growth area. Yep. There's a lot of development going on, though, isn't there? There is, but if you 
think about where the well you may not be fully aware of most people where the city boundaries are we're right on the city boundaries out this side of the city west mm-hmm. in fact i've just been speaking to a developer uh, or certain not a developer someone who'd like to be a developer immediately on the other side of the city boundary and they can't start because they're in Waipark council mm. and it's going to take a extra we've got to negotiate with them to get the land into the city yeah. and then go through all the normal things there's not much land still in the city right except in a couple of pockets certainly not down the southwest where we're on the boundaries yeah down here so it's really uh, one of those things that's a fast-growing city but uh, it has its problems yeah and look uh, the other thing about growth which i know i've mentioned on this program before Brian, yeah. we've got this policy of half 50 50 half infill yep. and half into new areas yep. on the outskirts even infill it's not if you put a granny flat on the back of your section, that's not going to upset the apple cart no. that much. But if you're doing, say, what they're doing in Enderley, where they're ripping out whole streets of old houses and putting in three times as many houses yeah, in there, no. that's as, as much pressure on the old pipe and road systems mm. as building in a new area. Yeah. And even more expensive because you have to retrofitting Yep. new uh, stormwater pipes let's say sure. into an area is far more expensive than building them from scratch in a new area mm-hmm. you've got to be you know have all sorts of road control things you got to dig up under people's houses or under the roads and all, you right. know that's that's hard still yeah yeah so nothing is cheap in terms of growth <laughs> well we've just got to keep walking working with it actually and that's uh, right the uh, three waters one uh, i had a uh, note on that how's it going well, look, it's pretty clear with that in plan. most parts of the country, uh, they haven't kept up with the infrastructure needs. The right. pipes are, oh, look at what's happening in Wellington. Yep, yep. You know, everything's collapsing around <laughs> their ears. Absolutely. And, and they're getting, whether it's water or sewerage, they're getting it coming up in the streets. <laughs> Uh, Hamilton itself is not too badly off. Right. We've been spending the last 20 years quite a bit on infrastructure to keep ahead of the game. But all of our surrounding councils and most of the other cities in New Zealand, that includes Auckland, have not kept up with the game. And uh, that's why the government's having to do this. Yes. So it seems like a bit of a hard ask for Hamiltonians because for us to be part of it, we're sort of losing control over something that was yeah, working. Yeah. But in most other parts of the country, it wasn't working very right. well. Yeah, and who's to say that. it would keep working in Hamilton? Yeah. Um, you know, there are times in the past where we've had infrastructure problems. We've got ahead of them now, yeah. but um, we're one of the very few that have. Right. So if something goes bang, sort of a larger thing went bang, uh, the government would have to pay for it. Uh, well, the new water company yeah. thing that they're yeah. setting up, four of them around the country, yeah. yes. They'd have to borrow money, and, and they would, obviously, the users of the water in that area would have to pay for it, but it would be spread over, like, it's just under a million people in that particular area. Yep. So it's spread much more than Hamilton's 180,000. Okay. Even if it was in Hamilton that it went bang. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, literally. So, but equally, you know, what take Waitomo, Tikuiti, their water, the wastewater treatment, they've had massive problems and not very good system down there for a long time. Right. Um, for them, with only 10,000 people, it's almost unaffordable to yeah. do a wastewater system. It's a it's a pimple on the backside <laughs> for a much bigger area, to yes, be, not to put too fine a point on. Yep. If you can spread that load, we can support some of those areas much better than they can themselves. Yeah.
Yep. Oh, that's fair enough too. I can understand that. Um, moving on, of course, a little bit here, where you've got a uh, proposal, uh, or it had been proposed, to change the street names of Bryce Street and Gray Street and one or two others. Has that gone ahead or was it fallen Look, it, over? It's, it's certainly got, it's simmering away in the background. It's not, I wouldn't even say it, bubbling away. It's not a major thing. There, there is a, 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 a local business that's got the support of other business, a number of other businesses in Von Tempsky Street oh, yeah, that's on that, which is uh, one of the more um, disliked names, shall we say, yeah. dodgy history for sure. I've always wondered why, even when I was a school kid at Hamilton Boys High, why have they named the street after that guy? Look what he did, sort <laughs> yeah, of thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, and... Uh, that's maybe because it's it's organic. It's not the council imposing it. It's this local street in a way coming okay. to us. Yep. Um, to say we'd like to change it, and uh, we've got support from these people. We're working with the iwi for a suitable alternative name and things like that. So yep. it's not us forcing the issue. It's the the community okay. itself. Yep. And that's probably a better way to handle it. Yeah. Well, that's fair enough too. I just wanted to sort of get an idea about. Uh, how it was going and uh, and whether it was even going to happen. Uh, the other thing, of course, is uh, chucked in with that is um, the Maori wards. Uh, that was uh, has that come up again, or was it? Yeah, well, look, it's definite that it, we're having Maori councillors. Yeah, yeah. Um, the only question which is under consideration right as we speak is um, whether you have one ward or two wards for them. There's okay. only two councillors, two yeah. Maori councillors. Oh, right, whether yeah. you do it citywide or split it like the rest of us are split into east and west. Yeah, yeah. Um, a couple of those sorts of issues. Fair enough. Well, that'll be decided by before the end of this year for the election. Sorry, for the election next year. So at this stage, anyway, we're ta- retaining the east and west wards. I take it for the for the general councillors, yes. Yeah, yeah. And the, there's another question: Do you add them on to the twelve councillors we've got at the moment to make fourteen, or do you take two of those twelve positions oh, right. and keep it at twelve? Mm. Um, ratepayers shouldn't worry though, because the there's a where. There's only a certain amount we're allowed to spend on salary and wage, <laughs> wages for councillors. If we have 14, we'll just have to share it more thinly. <laughs> <laughs> right, fair enough too. That's uh, one of those sort of things that uh, comes along. And, of course, the other thing that's going to complicate for many people uh, is the fact that we're going STV. Yep, yep. Um, and that's from in October next year. Yeah, yep. You'll get a vote like you used to have... We haven't didn't do it last time, of course, for the um, health board. Right. Yes. So you'll get to do a preference instead of six ticks, say for six councillors' positions, or yep. one tick if that's all you want for the mayor. Yep. You'll do numbering system. One is down to however many you want, yep. and there may well be thirty odd candidates <laughs> standing. You might have to do one to. You don't actually have to. It's not compulsory. No, like if you just to want to do twelve, that's it, or one. You just want to do one, that's fine. Okay. And if your one doesn't get enough votes first time round your vote then doesn't get counted after that. Right. So it's always worth doing some preferences. Yeah, surely. Yes, I I think I seem to like the idea of it myself, but I've heard a few people saying, how's it work, you know, and all this sort of stuff. It's it's funny. I came from Australia, though I was a Kiwi as a kid, went over there, started my voting career as it was over there, and it was always preferential numbers you put down there. Yeah. And I've heard Australians say, 
what's this first past the post that New Zealand has? How does it work? You know, <laughs> I, we don't want to change to that. <laughs> it just depends yeah. what you're used to, doesn't Surely, it? Surely, yeah. I mean, the thing is that uh, the top ten that get votes, they're them. Yeah, and yeah, the, or the rest of six or whatever. Yeah. But it's, it, it does work out. You might be no one's first choice, right? but everyone's second choice. That'll yeah. probably get you elected. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it doesn't just go on first choice. It gets, uh, you know, really those preferences really do count. Right. And I remember in the health board election when there were eight positions to be to be voted in, um, only Martin Gallagher got enough first preferences to not have to worry about whether he was anyone's second choice. Well, okay. Even I, I was third on the list, and um, uh, the, the doctor, what's his name? A, a, Clyde, I um, can't remember his surname, okay. um, was just ahead of me. And we didn't get enough first preferences to get elected straight away. We had to wait until second and third preferences in both our cases from other candidates. Right. Low, once we got low votes, yep. they were knocked out. What's their second preference? Oh, it's for Dave McPherson. So we t- gradually yep. topped, my, topped us up to get there. So, yep. um, And so they were down to about the 12th or 13th preference right. out of 30-odd candidates before they got the 8th person elected. Gosh. Now, if we, if we go to STV, and I just want to bring this up because somebody brought it up with me, um, is it going to mean that we won't know who's elected to the council fully uh, on the night? It could be a week away. I don't think it'll be a week, but it does take longer. Yep. Um, they've got computer programs now, yep. and the, the only issue is whether they you can read the votes sometimes, um, read the numbers that have people written, because there'll be a certain number that have to be checked manually. Yes. Um, but if there's a clear-cut decision, it'll probably be clear that, that night, but not... I mean, we used to know 2 in the afternoon yep. when it closed at 12. Yep. You'd know who was elected. You might be 5 or 6 p.m. that evening. Yes. But that's what we... When I first got elected to council, even under the old first-past-the-post, because manual, I didn't find out I was elected. Uh, they closed at 12, but I found out about half-past 7 at night. <laughs> right. In fact, I never got an official... I'm still waiting 23 years later for my call from council, because <laughs> no one rang me and told me, someone else told me you got elected, oh you're on the list too So you just turned up Yeah, yeah, that's right, and they've been paying me so I haven't complained Fair enough, why, why worry about it, that's for sure Oh, that's good um, City parking, and are there any new proposals or are we going to continue with the two hour free parking? We're continuing with it except in a couple of outlying areas, when I say outlying areas think of Harwood <coughs> Street oh, uh, yeah. down at the North End yep. and one or two other bits <coughs> that are a long way out that are not being used all that much for the free parking. We're going to allow all day commuter parking charged yes, to, so they can come a little bit closer than outside the city sort of square or rectangle as it yep. was. Um, but uh, the li- all the inner city ones for sure will still stay. Okay, fair enough. Yes, <coughs> I, I've uh, got quite used to it actually, and uh, you know, you can pop in and that sort of thing. And yeah. uh, as long well, as it's you- mainly working because the whole idea was to to help boost the economy in the central city yep. by giving uh, sh- shoppers an encouragement to go in, like they yeah. have at the base. But also to have it turning over enough. Yep. So if you were there more than two hours, you were paying six dollars an hour, a lot yeah, more. Yeah. And and mostly people didn't try and put they. In fact, the average was about an hour and a quarter. I think they worked out. Okay. Um, and that was good because you're turning over. Someone new can come in yep. after. You can get half a dozen shoppers in and in a day in the single park. Yep. That sort of thing. Oh, it's good. And I I think the uh, inner city does look like it's. Uh 
profiting from it, if you uh, yeah. use that term. It's not just that. It's a combination of things. There are businesses coming back uh, with the regional council now coming into its new building just down the road yes. here. Uh, Genesis building across the back of that. Mm-hmm. Um, you've got uh, other, other commi- was it ACC down the road? That, here, that's right, here. just down the bottom here. Yeah, yes. so you've got a whole lot of new businesses starting to come in, office blocks, that sort of thing, which puts more foot traffic onto those footpaths and roads yeah, yeah. through the city centre in the mornings and lunch times and whatnot. So that all all helps build the um, the the economy in the city yeah, centre. Sure. The parking is like a it would not have worked just by itself. It had to have some of those things happening as well. Yes, because I was going to say if you're putting a big office block, people are coming in their cars. Where do they put them? Yeah, well, we don't want them coming in their cars. Actually. <laughs> you want them in the bus? Yeah. In, uh, buses, bikes, walk. Um, Whatever. Uh, limes. <laughs> <laughs> Have you been on a lime yet, Brian? No, you're not likely to see me on one, actually. Somehow or the other. I don't see myself there. Even when I was a kid, I wouldn't have a scooter. <laughs> I always had a bike or a tricycle yeah. when I was little. But there you go. Actually, we're, one of the deals we said with Lime and Beam, the two... Um, is it Beam? Yeah, or Neon. We've got yep. two of them now. Um, they have to um, supply some higher bikes as well oh, within right. a certain time. So don't worry, we're thinking of you, Brian. <laughs> Thank you very much. That's good of you. Yeah, there we are. Now, Ward Street, does that settle down, that whole controversy over Ward Street? Uh, oh, I think so. Look, it's like anything new. Half the complaints were about the change yep. not a, uh, because they didn't like the change. There are some businesses down there that never had a problem from the start. Um, the tyre people have always had off-street parking, yep. um, things like that. In fact, they should look at the tyre company, Hamilton Tyres, just around the corner on Anglesey and that, who've got no parking outside but still manage their business very well, very successfully um, by the way they have cars going, moving through their premises. Well, Right, uh, you know they don't have that problem. Um, so there was more moaning than um, than was justified, shall we say? <laughs> yeah, there, look, some of the colours were a bit garish. Some of the designs looked uh, yucky. But um, you know, every time you put up a bit of public art, half the public loves it and half of them hate it. That's right. It's the ones that hate it make the most noise. Yes, and <laughs> and the taste is in the eye of the beholder sort of thing. Right, indeed. One of the things that's uh, talking about traffic and movement and all that sort of stuff is the expressway. I gather there's been a bit of a slowdown on that. Yeah, look, part of it's because of the uh, high rainfall areas and they can't, oh, right. there's some, some types of work you can't do until the ground's dry. Yep. Um, that, that's certainly been an issue. It's um, now looking like about April next year. And for us, us being the council, that's actually worked out okay because we're building the connection from the Ruakura, the new yep. inland port, a rat, a rat skirting around oh, yeah, the inland yep. port to join with Ruakura Road. Yep. And we that's a, an off-ramp from the motorway, from the expressway, yep. and we would hate the expressway to be finished without that being finished at yep. the same time. Fair enough. And now they're, they're lining up, so that, that helps... Um, all the other extensions at um, Green Hill and Resolution Drive in the north, they're all supposed to be finished around the same time. Right, yes, because uh, the hi- whole idea of finishing off Wairiri Drive and uh, and putting the bridge through, and that, that's uh, p- probably a five-year plan? 
yeah, well, it's been longer than that in the original plans, yeah, yeah. but certainly since we started the construction. Now, the idea, what we don't want to have Wairere Drive used for is for big trucks that are going, let's say, from, from Auckland to Tauranga or Wellington. Yeah. We don't want them coming through the city, so we need that expressway yeah, out there for yeah, that. We need Wairere Drive for the people that don't need to come into the city centre, yeah. and we're leaving the old roads like Peach Grove and Hukunui and Clyde and that for the people that actually have business in those areas. Yeah, sure. Business or school mm. or whatever yep. like that. So yeah, it's sort of a hierarchy. Local roads, mm. um, sort of sub-regional roads and then the national highway for people that don't need to come anywhere near the city. (laughs) Well, that's a good thing, actually, because I I see the uh, big trucks come down Greenwood and Kaikatea and that sort of thing, you know. And uh, I I went down there one day, I wanted to go to see a place, and it was stop, start, stop, start, stop, start, and I thought, this is no good. Yeah. And must peeve off traffic that wants to get through the place as it were. Well, Steve, Brian, if you'd had one of those lime scooters then, you probably would have got there quicker. (laughs) (laughs) Or gone to hospital quicker, wouldn't we? Yeah, well, the hospital now, we've got the um, orange bus, the, uh, what is it, the Comet? Oh, yes. Yeah, that comes straight through from the south down the Melville area through the hospital to the city to the base at the north. Now, that's about to come down from every 15 minutes to every 10 minutes. Wow. It's only a dollar from the hospital to the CBD. Right. With your B card. So, um, you know, anyone going, there, or, you know, if you want to go to the hospital, same yep. thing, yep. in reverse direction. So it'll be every 10 minutes. And I think it's, it's been delayed a little bit, but I think it's from November sometime. It's down to every 10 minutes. When it will actually be up to that. Yeah, yep. fair enough too. Because I, I've looked at the roading and the, the traffic, you know, in, in town and thought, uh, this is mad. And the other day I was uh, walking down uh, Kahikatea, um, no, Kalani, I beg your pardon, walking down Kalani, and three buses went past and only one had two people in it yeah. and the other two were empty. Yeah. And I thought, that that's not good. The, the problem with... Bus sizes, because yeah. you know, I remember raising this when I first got on council. Yep. I got educated real quick. Is yes, if you if if you want to run a bus service, yep. you've got to run one that can take the numbers of people at peak times. Yeah. Whether it's school kids or pe- workers sure. coming in there, so they need sixty seats or whatever at eight a.m. Yep. They probably need one or two seats at 11.30 a.m. Yeah. Um, but do you buy two separate buses? Because they, okay. you know, so you get the problem. Yeah. Um, and they are looking at some, in some areas where there's never huge volumes, right. not looking, they're about to start the trial of that in the, again around November, I think, of having on-demand Shuttle buses, okay. mini, mini yep. shuttle buses. Oh, that'll be good. Yep. Yeah, so you ring up and the next they'll tell you when the next one will come, be coming through, or you can look on your app or whatever on the phone. Yeah, and you can get a bus from Rotatuna at least to the Chartwell Shopping Centre sure. where you'll hook up with one of the rig services, all for one fare possibly. Yeah, that's that's the um, aim aim to do it that way oh, to yep. go to the key yep. bus routes or the key hubs yep. and join up with the main system there. Right. And the other thing, of course, and uh, talking away from that, the river is um, not being used much, but there is some development going on, and I think that's some 
thing we're going to be looking at? Yeah, yeah. We've got a, had a bit of a hitch with the government funding announcement for transport the other day. <laughs> Didn't put any um, money into the design and investigation of the footbridge oh. across the river at the um, in the centre of town there. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that's... It was a bit odd to us, given the fact that it's a, a major cycling and walking connection yeah. that takes people off. Well, you can't really put cycles on the um, on the Anzac Bridge because it's um, <laughs> uh, it's dangerous yeah, enough for cars. Yeah, like, that's real. Pedestrians. I, I nearly have a fit every time I'm walking across there. Yeah, that's right, because there's not much between you and the cars. No. <laughs> and not much over the side of a rail over the side either, to be honest. Um, yeah, so that's a little bit of a hitch there, but... But the theory is that we want developments all along that riverbank that encourage people to use it and yep. participate in it. Yep. Well, I can understand that, and there's work being done uh, just along from the uh, uh, bridge in town here, um, new new bank being put in and that sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah, and also the rowing clubs are getting together down the bottom for a new new buildings and area down there, right. cafe to redevelop their area. Yes. Oh, that's really great, and it's uh, going to be good when it's done. And, of course, the uh, Victoria on the river, that's being used. And yep, yep, and we're looking at those, the old shops on the Victoria Street side of Victoria on the river okay. as to whether we sell them, redevelop them, someone else redevelops them, so, so they become part of that precinct, if yes. you like, and, and, and open out towards Victoria on the river rather than just the Victoria Street. Yes, Oh, that'd be really great. Well, I think we're just about running out of time. Is there anything that you can t- t- want to talk about in about a minute and a half? No, other than people, um, I hope that they're nearly back to normal and that we will be down to level one shortly. Yep. And I can be running my volleyball for hundreds of kids and they can be <laughs> all enjoying the parks and things like that. Uh, so our best our council's best wishes to everyone and yep. and uh, thanks for putting up with things in these trying times. The trying times, at least, are not quite as trying as Auckland anyway. Correct. That's for real. Dave, thanks very much for coming in and sharing with you, with me, and all the people. I think yep. it's been good. And uh, we'll have another councillor in on uh, the programme next week. Yep. And uh, I'm not sure who's... I think it might be Martin might be coming in. So okay. we'll see how we go. You'll need an hour for Martin. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, we... we yeah, I know what you're saying, but... Uh, his, no, no, his we, heart's, love, we, his we heart's, love joking with Martin. Yeah, his heart's in the right place anyway, that's for it, real. It is. Yes, well, go well, and uh, look forward to seeing you again later in the year, Mark, uh, from uh, our point of view. Yes, yep, will do. Okay, right. See you next week. For more episodes, use the accessmedia.nz app for iOS and Android devices, or subscribe to this podcast via Spotify, iHeartRadio, or Apple Podcasts. This free FM podcast was brought to you with support from New Zealand On Air.